Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom, come and see this. Mom came bustling from inside the house to the backyard. Aren't they pretty? Look, they're eating from the birdhouse that I made. My eyes sparkled. You're such a thoughtful girl, honey. Those birds are so lucky. I beamed at mom, who smiled at me before heading back inside. I inched my way towards one of the birds and held it. I went to one of the bushes in the backyard and removed a cage, which I secured the bird in. You'll get me a pretty penny at the pet store. Hi, my name is Sophia. Give this video a thumbs up and smash that notification bell so you will know when more of our amazing stories are uploaded. I love my mother with all of my heart. She would always boast to other parents and teachers about how well-behaved I was. How I was always obedient in class and always brought home excellent grades. My sister was an only child for a while and was adopted because my parents thought they couldn't have children. When she was about six, mom got pregnant and in nine months birthed a gorgeous baby girl, me. Dad, however, passed away when I was 10 years old, and even though mom tried her best to keep us happy, I still felt a void in my spirit. In middle school, I began to pull pranks on other children, and sometimes even teachers, and then blame it on the kids who always got in trouble. It was remarkably easy since I was the quiet child in the class and got straight A's. One time I told my mom that I had to get to school early to complete a group project, and I covered the entire classroom in foil. Another time, I attached a rubber snake to the teacher's cupboard, so when she opened it, the snake jumped out. The teacher was out for two weeks with a sprained ankle. Nobody suspected it was me. Well, no one besides my older sister, Paula. Sophia, did you have anything to do with that foil prank? The what? I looked up from my books and stared at her blankly. You know, the person who covered the entire classroom in foil? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. I focused on the homework in front of me. So why did you have mom buy all of those rolls of foil? And why did you have to go to school so early this morning? Well, I had to get there early for a group project. We are making solar panels in science class. You may have everyone else fooled, but I know it was you. Innocent until proven guilty. For someone who wants to be a lawyer, you should know that, I smirked. My sister shook her head and walked away. You see, Paula was in high school and I in middle school, but we were on the same campground. The pranks spread like wildfire, and the more they spread, the more pranks I did. When my sister was in high school, there was one prestigious college that she and her friends wanted to get into. When the time came, they all applied and waited anxiously for their acceptance letters. About six weeks later, Paula's friends began receiving their letters. Finally, hers arrived. She was ecstatic, and mom and I were proud. However, her journey turned into sadness a few weeks later. She once tried again to tell mom that I was responsible for a prank that was pulled at school, but mom didn't believe her. Furious, I decided to teach my snitching sister a lesson. I downloaded a voice changer app on my phone, and when only my sister and I were at home, I put my plan into action. I called the house landline and waited. Good afternoon. May I speak with Paula Archer, please? <coughs> I had to clear my throat to stop myself from laughing. Hello, good afternoon. This is she. Who may I ask is calling? Hi, Miss Archer. I am an administrator at Yale University 
and we are sorry to inform you that we made an error on your admittance form. The person to be admitted was Paula Archibald, not Paula Archer. We are sincerely sorry about the mix-up. We do hope that you can still get into a fine college or you can reapply next year. Have a good afternoon, Miss Archer. Goodbye. I hung up the phone and stayed in my room for at least an hour before going outside to meet my sister, who was curled up in a ball on the sofa, aimlessly flipping through channels. Hey sis, I'm going to order a pizza. What do you want on yours? Paula didn't answer, so I went up to her and poked her on the head as I repeated the question. She threw off my hand, shot into a sitting position, and yelled, I don't want any pizza, leave me alone! Hearing the door unlock, knowing that mom was home, I began to cry. I only asked you a simple question, there's no need to be mean about it. When mom opened the door and saw Paula's angry face and my crying one, she asked what was going on. I told her that I only asked Paula what she wanted on her pizza, and she snapped at me. Mom scolded Paula and asked her why she did that. You always take Sophia's side. I wish Dad was here. He was the only one who understood me. Paula stormed off and left Mom and I in the living room. Later that night, Paula told Mom about the phone call, and Mom told Paula that she had other colleges that she got accepted into. And maybe that was God's way of telling her that Yale wasn't what's best for her. It took Paula a few days to tell her friends about the phone call. By that time, the deadline to submit your acceptance and pay part of the tuition had already passed. Mom even allowed her to have a sleepover, which I hated because her friends were so bossy. When I was watching a movie, Paula demanded that I hand them the remote and go to my room, which I obviously objected to. Paula and I began to fight over the remote and I blurted out, That's why I made that prank call and you aren't going to Yale. Paula stopped and looked at me. What did you say? One of her friends replied, I think she just said that the Yale call was a prank. You didn't. I did. Paula screamed and tried to grab me, but I quickly moved myself out of the way. Mom rushed out of her bedroom. What is all of this commotion about? Do you know what your daughter did? Mom looked at me and Paula continued. She was the one that called and pretended to be someone from Yale. She made me lose my spot. Paula, you are 17. You could have made the call to Yale to find out why. You lost your own spot because you didn't follow up. Don't blame Sophia. I stuck my tongue out at Paula when Mom wasn't looking. Mom, can I watch TV in your room? Paula is being mean to me. Sure, baby. I smiled and skipped to Mom's room, jumped onto her bed and flipped on the TV while Mom grilled Paula. Eventually, Paula got into a community college. I don't think she'll ever forgive me, though. Once I got into high school, I decided to up my pranks just a notch. As in middle school teachers were none the wiser, but the students weren't as naive. In the cafeteria, while passing behind one of the girls named Becky, I threw some mashed potatoes at another student, Ryan. Ryan thought it was Becky, and even though she denied it, Ryan poured his juice over Becky's head, which started a food fight in the cafeteria. One of Becky's friends told the principal that I was the one who threw the food at Ryan. Becky then told her parents, and her parents wanted to meet with my mom the next day in the principal's office. Once I was seated in the principal's office, I cried to mom and the principal and told them that Becky had been bullying me since the beginning of the year. I told them that Becky videotaped me while I was in the shower after gym, and she said that if I didn't do as she said, that she would post the video online. 
That day, I deserved an Oscar award. By the time I left the principal's office, Becky was grounded for a month and had to help clean the cafeteria for two weeks at school. I, on the other hand, went to the mall with mom that day and got a cute new outfit. She was so sorry that I had to go through that ordeal with Becky. At high school, I strived to receive A's, as I loved the compliments that my teachers gave me, and it also kept me on their good side as the perfect student. After receiving the results of a test one afternoon in English class, my eyes widened when I realized I got a B. After class, I approached Mrs. Sharp. Mrs. Sharp, is it possible to redo the test so I can get an A? I'm sorry, Sophia, but my mark is final. My workload is too much, and if I give you a chance to redo it, many other students will want the same chance. I'm sorry, just do better next time. I watched her angrily as she picked up her belongings and walked out of the classroom. I was furious. How dare she refuse my right to receive an A? I got my chance for the best prank ever. It was at our annual Halloween show where Mrs. Sharp was the host. The afternoon before the show, I collected small lizards and placed them in a jar with holes. I got to the set early and climbed the ladder so I could be above the stage. I didn't even wait until 15 minutes in when I dropped a lizard on Mrs. Sharp's head. Then another and another. It wasn't until the fifth lizard was dropped and crawled into her bosom that she began to dance and scream trying to get the scaly creature out. Most of the kids started to laugh and the music teacher, Mr. James, tried to help her out, but her leg got stuck around the lights on the stage and she toppled over. I crept from the top of the stage and into the crowd. The next few minutes were chaotic as an ambulance had to be called for Mrs. Sharp since her leg was twisted in an awkward position. Another teacher had to be prepared to take her place. Once everything had died down, the principal addressed the audience. Good evening, parents, teachers, and students. What happened tonight is very unfortunate, and I believe it was a prank gone too far. This will be fully investigated, as our auditorium was recently equipped with security cameras. What? I thought to myself as I looked up and noticed the cameras staring at me. Our teachers and students have worked hard on this talent show, so let us enjoy the rest of the night. If anyone needs me, I'll be in my office checking the security camera. I need to get to the office before the principal does. I darted across the picnic area of the school and to the administration building. The building was in darkness and I pushed the door, delighted that it was open. I figured that since admin was on the compound, but that wasn't it. I was able to make my way to the principal's office and sit in his chair when the lights came on and the vice principal opened the door and looked at me. She was on the phone. Sir, your plan worked, and you wouldn't believe who was behind it. The vice principal ordered me to sit in the chair outside the principal's office. A few minutes later, the principal arrived with a bottle of lizards in his hand and ushered me into his office. Miss Archer, I'm surprised that you were the culprit behind this. I opened my mouth to respond, but he put his hand up to stop me. If we test this jar for fingerprints, will your prints be on it? And before you answer, know that your response will have consequences. The principal rested the jar on his desk. I sighed heavily. Yes, sir, my prince will be on the jar. The principal looked at the door. Ah, Mrs. Archer, thank you for joining us. I looked towards the door and there stood my mother. She looked heartbroken. Have a seat, Mrs. Archer. Mom silently sat in the seat next to mine. I couldn't bring myself to look in her direction. The principal then turned to me. You see, Miss Archer, even though the cameras are up, they're not yet up and running. 
I told Mrs. Wilson what happened, and I told her that if my suspicions are correct, the person who pulled the prank would try to get to the tape before I did. What I didn't expect is for our top student to be the mastermind of such a horrendous prank. I was caught red-handed, and there was nothing I could do about it. I couldn't deny what I did. I listened to the principal and mom talk about the possibility of Mrs. Sharp pressing charges and me heading to a juvenile detention facility. After their discussion, mom turned to me. I can't believe Paula was right about you this whole time. I allowed my love for you to blind me, but that will no longer be the case here. I will call Paula tomorrow and apologize to her, and so will you. Whatever the principal and Mrs. Sharp think is the proper punishment, I will support them. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. I was not only expelled from my school, but Mrs. Sharp's husband made sure that she pressed charges and I was sentenced to two years in juvie on assault charges. I'm not upset by what was done. If anything, I will never pull another prank in my life again. Paula came to visit me every weekend and our relationship grew significantly. My relationship with mom was never the same. Mrs. Sharp even checked on me a few times to make sure I was okay. She said she had forgiven me and that I hoped I learned my lesson. After I was released from juvie, I found every person I ever pranked and apologized. Some people forgave me, some people didn't, and I was okay with that. I've decided to study psychology as a degree because I want to learn about myself and hopefully help other boys and girls who may have been messed up a little bit as I was. Pranks should be funny for everyone. If you are the only one laughing, then you're doing it wrong.